Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Get More Business Show. The cure for makeshift marketing. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. And on this weekly podcast, we'll cover the latest online marketing strategies and tactics that work for the local brick and mortar business today. Whether you have a new or established business, this weekly podcast will provide a plain English explanation and application for the local business owner. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com, a full-service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. This first episode, I'll be doing an overview of the online presence audit that I provide for local businesses. And then in the next five weekly episodes, I will talk about each of the five factors that I audit for businesses in more depth. Now, when I conduct the online presence audit, I partner with a larger internet marketing agency here in Salem, Oregon, Third River Marketing. While there are a few action steps that the business can take on their own as a result of the audit, I recommend solutions provided by Third River Marketing. I'll say more about this relationship in a future episode. The purpose of the audit is to provide a 30,000-foot view of the five basic and most important factors for the local business owner so he or she can better harness the power of the web to help them get more business. According to Moz, a software-as-service agency based in Seattle that produces an annual report on the important factors for search engine optimization and getting found online, the top local search ranking factors are your Google My Business page, backlinks and citations, your online reviews, social media engagement, and your website and the signals that the search engines read from your website. Now I'm going to quickly just do a short summary of what each of those are and what they mean to your business. So your Google My Business page, it's important that you claim that so that your information about your business, where you're located, what your phone number is, what your hours are, your products and services, the category that you should be found in, you wanna provide information consistency. Updating your entry in your Google My Business page will practically guarantee the accuracy of your business information in Google. So that means you need to claim it. And by extension, any third-party apps or services that rely on Google to get their data. So now, of course, you know, Google Maps, it's their own app, but that's where the 
mapping instructions come from is your Google My Business page. And if you haven't claimed it since you've opened your business and you've moved, on occasion, there's incorrect information in Google My Business page and it also translates into the map directions, how to get to your location, which may be your old location. Nothing more frustrating than that. You may be losing business if you're sending them to your old address. You will have the chance to update your business name, address, phone number, and specific details like your open hours. You can upload images. You can post regularly about different holiday specials that you'll have. You can even offer direct access for clients to book an appointment with you right from your Google My Business page. The business owner is also provided the opportunity to post common questions and answers about the business, which, if done right, can further draw the search visitor directly to the website where the business owner provides further solutions, or the visitor may find the answers on the Google My Business page and call or visit the business directly. Your business's informational consistency is invaluable to make sure that visitors, your customers, are contacting you at the right times and getting an accurate representation of your business and the solutions you provide. Okay, so next on the list we have backlinks and citations. So citations are web mentions or the NAP name address and phone number of your business. Your citations, name, address, and phone number are placed in directories across the internet. You want to make sure that you can be found on Apple Maps, LinkedIn, Bing, Better Business Bureau, MapQuest, Yellow Pages, and depending on your business category, even Angie's List. Local business listings and citations play a vital role in reputation, rankings, and revenue. That's why it's critical to see the big picture of their purpose. And the most important thing to remember is that local business listings are extremely powerful. If you had one takeaway from this entire podcast, take action in this area. I recommend that every business owner populate and keep accurate as many of these directories as is relevant to their business. And message me, because I can help you with, with this. We provide a system for automating, and I can help any small business in the United States. So number one, local citations either positively or negatively impact search engine rankings. The number of citations a business accrues and the accuracy and consistency across all platforms of the data that they feature and the quality of the platforms, that's, that's the directory's quality and authority that, that, that's determined by the search engines. If what they encounter is accurate, the search engine trusts the validity of the data, which is believed to strengthen the business's chance of ranking well. However, if the data that the search engines encounter on all these other directories, chamberofcommerce.com, superpages.com, yellowpages.com, 
citypages.com, all these different directories, it's accurate and consistent across all platforms. You will be strengthening your chance of ranking well. However, if the data search engines encounter is inconsistent, this trust is eroded and it lessens your ranking opportunities. And second in an imp in importance is that local t citations either positively or neg negatively impact the consumers. So each of these directories, they get their own traffic, believe it or not. Now, I don't know about you, but I never go anywhere but Google to search. However, these other directories such as yellowpages.com, Better Business Bureau, Super Pages, directories like these, they do have their own search traffic when people are looking for products and services and can be a great source of business information about your business, including a backlink. So accurate citations help people to discover a local business, which can result in a, in a web visit, a phone call, or foot traffic, culminating in potentially sales transactions. Inaccurate citations, however, can misdirect customers, leading to a loss of reputation and revenue. So I'm going to go into that in a lot more in depth when I do a show in its entirety on backlinks and citations. And then there's reviews. Now, very simply, an online local business review is a written sentiment left directly by a customer on your website or on a platform that supports the receiving of reviews. So Google and Facebook are two of the major review platforms, but there are numerous other options that may be general, like Super Pages or Bing, or specific to your industry or geography, like TripAdvisor or HealthGrades. Reviews represent an ongoing conversation that your customers are having about your business on the web. It is found that 91% of 18 through 34-year-olds trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendation. That's why your reviews have to be something that you intentionally focus on. Not just let them happen and let the chips fall where they may. You want to encourage positive reviews. You want to answer negative reviews. And you want to participate in the conversation of reviews. Google has expressed the three factors of their algorithm that, use, that it uses to provide search results. One, relevance. How well does your business match the search words and the intention behind them? Two, proximity. How close is your business in the location that the search happens? And then prominence. Now, this is the important one that I want to talk about in relation to reviews. Online prominence is based on the accuracy and quantity of information available on the website about your business. And this includes the quantity and quality of your online reviews. And they don't all have to be Google reviews. Google will look and amass in the search results reviews on other platforms, not just their own. So these are very important to pay attention to, and I'll be talking about this a lot more in depth in a future show. So next is your social media engagement. They are read by the search engines as social 
Signals. Social signals refer to your business's collective engagement, shares, likes, and overall social media visibility that is perceived by search engines. It's not just having a social profile with no activity, it's the actual shares, likes, and, and engagement that happens on your social profiles. These activities contribute to a page's organic search ranking and are counted as a form of citation. So I'm going to do a whole show, probably a number of shows on your social signal. So the next is your website or on-page signals. Does your website contain content relevant to the search visitor's search phrase and intent? So what I mean by that, does your content, i.e. the purpose of your web page, is it directly stated in all of the following areas? Your title tag, so not just your title tag of the domain, but each of the individual pages. Now, I promise to make this in plain English, but I'm going to have to talk more about that in a future show. It's a, it's, it's a piece of content that happens in your source code. You should be able to direct your, your webmaster. They make sure that your title tags are appropriately labeled to show relevant content. And then your URL. So for example, there is a, a CPA here in town and their domain is not just the name of their business. It's Salem CPAs. It's not that it's bad to have a website with the name of your company because people might indeed be looking for you by the name of your company because you have a reputation. But it could also be beneficial to have the name of what you do and your location in your URL. And then the content directly on the page, a description of who you are, what your business does, and possibly answer visitor questions that initiated the search. So you might do this in an FAQ page, or you might have individual pages that answer particular questions. That is a great source of search ranking optimization on your website. And then your image alt text. And again, I'm getting a little bit geeky here, but search engines don't read images, especially now this I want to point out. If you have an image at the header or footer of your website that has the address and phone number of your location, the search engines cannot read that. So you want to make sure you have that in text. When your webmaster places an image on your website, let's say it's a picture of you or a picture of your building, there is a field that they can fill out with what is called as alt text. This is text, just shows up in the source code that the search engines read. And you wanna describe what the image is or has to do with. So it might be a picture of you. So it could be you by name, owner of XYZ business. Or it could be a picture of the product that you offer. That should be added into your alt text because it will help that image to show up in the search engines. I'm going to say a lot more about this in the future episode. So everything that I just mentioned, let's go back over it. It is your Google My Business page signals, your link and citations, your reviews, your social media engagement, and the signals that come from your website, the content that matches the search phrase and intent. 
all of these plus a couple of other factors the report that i referenced in the beginning of this episode i believe has eight the audit that i conduct when i come out and visit your business at no charge to you i look at these five because these are important foundational ranking factors as well as the competitive difference makers for being found online. So just to wrap this up, I am going to tell you a quick story. Okay, so this last month, I've been researching the online presence of a few hundred attorneys, all with different practice areas. And there have been one or two out of hundreds that really stood out as having their, whoever did their marketing for them really understood the power of their online presence. Typical attorney website is all about the law firm and the attorney that belongs to this firm, or maybe there's multiple uh, associates that belong to this firm. And on the homepage is usually either a large image of their beautiful, beautiful building or some image that represents legal such as a gavel or the courthouse. There is an about us page with a short bio of the attorneys. There's often a section describing the practice areas represented by the attorney at that firm. Family law, estate planning, maybe civil defense. You get the idea. And then there is a contact us page where the address, phone number, and location, maybe a picture of the building, and then a Google map pin, which when clicked on leads to directions on how to get there. And there's usually a form that can be filled out with the visitor's name, email address, phone number, and a space for comments or a message. Sometimes there are social media links somewhere in the header or the footer of the website that are linked to social profiles. But there are quite a few that I looked at where it the link to Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn actually went to a page that could no longer be found. Sometimes there's an icon and there's no link. It's just a picture of the Facebook icon. They forgot to take it off because they don't have a Facebook page. So don't bother to put it up there if you don't have one. But sometimes it goes to a social profile that hasn't been posted on for several years and others have have occasional posts each month. We'll talk more about that in a future episode. So the unicorn or the rare find is the law firm that understands that their visitor is not coming to the website to find out about the attorney. No, the smart attorney understands that their visitor is at the law firm's website to find a solution to a problem. Of course, the visitor will want to know about how to contact the attorney and who the attorney is. That's a given, but almost never the primary reason for clicking through from Google's knowledge card and the search results, which present the name, address, phone number, and hours of all businesses found in, in search. They could find that on, the, on Google without, without ever coming to the website. So by the time they get to your website, They need to be presented with their problem and the solution and who you are and how you're going to solve their problem. So this month, I found the Unicorn website for a law firm that represents family law, among other specialties. And here's an example of the messaging on the homepage of the website, which is focused on the needs of the visitor. So here's a little bit, here's a little snippet of content 
from this website. Families come to blank firm at pivotal moments in their lives. They may be hurting, distraught, anxious, or angry. And whether they're separating, remarrying, welcoming a new life, or seeking counsel in any other family matters. It's critical to have an advocate who understands the intricacies of the law and knows how to communicate their interests. When the dust settles, clients want the best possible outcome. And this is exactly what Blank Firm provides. Do you hear how this message is more about the visitor than it is the attorney? Throughout this website, the visitor is invited to talk to an attorney, not just contact us. The link doesn't take the visitor to a page where only basic location and contact information is listed. No, the visitor is presented with a video where the imagery is a concerned woman in her kitchen pouring herself a cup of coffee. The scene breaks to the attorney entering his law firm as he begins to speak about why he became an attorney to help people solve problems. Below the video is an elegant form where the visitor is invited to tell us how we can help, not just leave us a message or contact us. And below the contact form is the firm's consultation process, and it's depicted with visitor-centric images and a description of a simple four-step process. Because of the tools I use in my research, I'm aware that this website uses the Facebook pixel. This means that the firm's website deposits cookies or a small snippet of code onto the visitor's web browsing history. Now, of course, the firm is in compliance by using their, and now I'm going to go geeky on you here for just a minute, their GDPR representation on page to let the visitor know that the website uses code to track and respond to visitors. The visitor is given an opportunity to accept these terms or leave the website after reading the notice. Now I'll cover the notice in a future episode. But the important thing in the scope of this story is that because the Facebook pixel is used by this firm, the firm is able to retarget every visitor that comes to their website after the visitor leaves. Later in the day, maybe, or maybe in, an, in the next few minutes or an hour, the visitor is also a Facebook user and maybe is socializing with their friends and the groups that they would normally engage with. The visitor is presented with an ad relevant to the topic researched when they were, when they visited the firm's website. Of course, having visited the website during my research while browsing the solutions presented by the website, the cookies or code represented by the Facebook pixel was deposited in my browsing history. And then later that day, I was presented with an ad inviting me to learn more, find answers to common questions about child support and how it works in Oregon and Washington. Now, if I had been one of their ideal prospects, the majority of their website visitors are exactly that. This offer would have been right on target to provide me 
with another invitation to their website and to learn more about the solutions that they provide. The fact that I came to their website is established by the Facebook pixel in my browsing history. All of the information, which remains private, in my profile, it's not made available to the law firm, but this information does identify me as within their demographic criteria and why I'm shown the ad, presumably because I'm a female with children. The power of the web, your website, its content, your social media presence, whether you might have externally, you might have podcasts or videos, your paid ads that you decide to run, they all have the power to speak to your ideal prospect and influence their thinking with your solutions and processes. These simple tools give you the means and opportunity to establish your business as the only reasonable choice to meet their needs. Why would you simply give them your contact information when you could exercise the power of influence to help them make a good choice by selecting you and your company to solve their problems? You have been listening to the Get More Business Show. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com a full-service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. I hope you join me again next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.